When people think about you or your work, what's the one word or phrase you want them to associate with you? Or if we flip it, if someone typed a phrase into Google and then they hit the I'm feeling lucky button and your name popped up, what would those words be? Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman and I'm on the first day of my 90 day no stats challenge. Check out episode 36 of Morning Creative if uh, you want to know a bit more about what that means. If you do know what that means, wish me luck. It's going to be a long and interesting 90 days. Now, if, if you think about the phrase spark joy, who do you think of? Probably, my guess, is Marie Kondo. Now, she started encouraging people to ask that question of the stuff that they were going to throw out. Her book on the life-changing magic of tidying up came out in 2011 in Japan, and then in 2014, it was translated into English. Since then, her books have sold over 11 million copies. That's a lot of joy being sparked. Now, if you work backwards from that, if you think uh, about Marie Kondo... You know, if I think about her, I picture uh, myself, I think about myself holding uh, like a jumper or something to my chest and asking whether it sparks joy and then sort of holding it outwards and thanking it for its service and then throwing it away because I don't fit in it anymore. So having that one word association is really useful. It's really valuable, I think. Here's some other examples. James Clear, habits. Seth Godin marketing. Martha Beck, North Star. Uh, Kristin Neff, self-compassion. Simon Sinek, start with why. Brené Brown, vulnerability. And then I had a go at some others that are a bit more up for debate. I thought, you know, have a a, a sort of cast a wider net and see what we've got. David Bowie, chameleon. Daniel Day-Lewis, method. Uh, Beyonce, goddess. Like, what, what, you know, what do you think about those? Uh, do, do they stack up for you? Mark at morningcreative.fm. Uh, now, for me, I'm going with the phrase, never give up. That is my big banner phrase. That's the thing that I want to be associated with. It embodies everything I've learned in a quarter of a century of making stuff on this thing that we call the internet. And I like it because it's imperative. It's it's directive. It give, it gives you a thing. You know, it tells you like it's an action, uh, and it needn't be for something like this. But I like that it is. So why is this stuff helpful? Why is it useful to have this association with a single word or phrase? Well, it makes you distinctive and memorable. When people hear your name, they associate the phrase with you naturally. That's the idea. Over time, that association. Uh, built up and then really importantly that happens vice versa so like i said if you think about marie kondo you think about tidying up spark joy thank for your service but also if you think about the other way around if someone says spark joy does that spark joy you know straight away that they're talking about marie kondo if you think about habits you don't have to add the word atomic habits, but if you think about habits, you're probably going to think, you know, if you've read the book, if you know, if you're in that, any kind of, you know, area in that world, you know that name. And once you start to discover James Clear, you go, oh, wow, yeah, like, he is absolutely the habits guy. And that 
connection just absolutely cements itself. What I also like about this is that if people don't remember your name, they will probably remember your face and that association as well. Plenty of times you might come across the same people. Uh, I mean, there's there's all sorts of Joshes and Justins in the, the, the like digital creative, help you get more followers, help you sell more digital products kind of space. And I have to remember which one's which based on... So this Justin is the LinkedIn guy. That Justin is the sponsorship guy. That Josh is the newsletter guy you know like i don't so much have to think about the names i just know oh yeah that's that's the guy who writes about those those kinds of things and it's a great way of signaling people like us it's it's that sort of beacon that that we that we can light to say if this phrase if this word resonates with you if it if it hits something with you then you're in the right place and if you really don't identify with it if it's not something that you're interested in then that's fine. You know, we, we can peacefully part a company. If you do business cards or you do stickers, then it's a lovely little conversation piece. You know, I think there's still value in that kind of thing, depending on, on the kind of events you go to. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to do business cards, but having like, I like having like a water bottle or something with me that can have a QR code on it. And maybe my little, my little phrase, you know, uh, never give up. I, I used to have one. I had this gorgeous this gorgeous water bottle which i've now subsequently lost but it was for a previous brand and it had a qr code on it and it had my my company name on it and so whenever i was at a sort of networking thing or just you know bumming around at a convention or whatever i'd always have my water bottle with me uh, because i'm trying to drink water like a healthy boy and so i could just you know turn it around show them the qr code and say yeah if you want to connect on linkedin or wherever there you go, snap that, and, and you're done. Uh, and on there, I can have Never Give Up, and someone might then ask, tell me about Never Give Up. You know, I've talked a lot about having Never Give Up behind me on my wall for when I'm recording uh, videos and such. And that, again, you know, when I'm on Zoom meeting new people, it's going to be up there, and people are going to say, tell me about Never Give Up, what's all that about? And it's it becomes a new way in to start a conversation that people can then sort of go, you know what? Oh, that sounds interesting. I want to know more. And it follows you around different mediums. You know, talked already about James Clear. He is the habits guy, like whether he is in book form, in newsletter form, on podcasts, that is his association. I think he's looking to be associated with other things at the moment, but he's probably always going to be the habits guy, right? And it adds focus and clarity to your own work. I think it gives you uh, a sort of it, it adds kind of lane markers to to help you when you're thinking about your work. Are we coloring inside the right lines? Is this still kind of aligned with the kind of work that I want to do? So my question to you is: What single word or phrase, short phrase, do you want to be associated with? So think less now about what you are already associated with, if you want to move away from that. So just really think about what is it that you'd actually, ideally, that you want people to associate with you. Not what you think you're allowed to ask for, not what you think people can accept of you. Like, ideal world, if I were introducing myself to a completely new person, they hadn't seen any of my previous stuff, what would I want to introduce myself as? How would I want to be known to them? And this is not what is the first word that comes to mind in terms of like your personality? You know, this is not 
a descriptor uh, of of who you are, but it's much more about the work you do, the values that you represent, and the maybe the change that you're trying to to bring about. Uh, or as we talked about before, the world as you see it. Really, you want to be able to complete the sentence. Oh, they're the blank person. You know, Mark Stedman. He's the never give up guy, right? You want to be able to say, he's the da 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 person. You know, that's that's kind of what you what you want. I think you know, and there's there's an element I think of kind of movie casting in this. So if we think like, I don't know, uh, Anna Kendrick, the quirky girl next door, uh, Hannah Waddingham, the Amazonian with the big voice. Idris Elba, the cool guy who colours outside the lines, maybe? It's 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 just another kind of route in that you can start to think about the da 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 person, you know? It's that it's it's that cadence uh, that that we wanna that we wanna think about. Another route in might be thinking about what the word or phrase says about your work. So most of the time we might be thinking about us ourselves. What what does it say about you, the artist, but perhaps think about what does it say about the work itself that that it is that you do do you want to be associated with a particular type of work not just i'm an illustrator or i use this medium but is there something deeper within that that you want to be associated with and then whatever you pick try something evocative and and not descriptive really for example you know going back to the movie casting thing like we want brad pitt the aging handsome rogue not Brad Pitt, the guy who eats in every film. You get it. So once you've you've had to think about that, what you want to do then is, I think, try reverse engineering it. So can you think about anyone in your field who that word that you've picked or that short phrase, can you think of someone that would be associated with that phrase in your sphere of work at the moment? If you're not sure, you can ask G- uh, ChatGPT and see see what it comes up with. I mean, I got Winston Churchill, which I'll be honest, I, I don't hate. He's not really in my sphere, uh, and so that's okay. But yeah, that's that's what I got back. Now, if you did any of the just cause work that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where you you create a sort of mini manifesto, uh, that might help. You might find that useful because it's it's almost really just a way of sort of further condensing that down into into one or two words. Or you can think about your your values or your world beliefs. Again, like I said, what is the picture of the world as you want to see it? And start, if you've done any of that work already, start to, to have a think about how that might apply to your word or phrase. So have a go at that today. Uh, brainstorm some words and phrases, and then imagine in a year's time, someone Googling that phrase and your name coming up. So I'm thinking of experimenting with one question surveys on my website. So, you know, I like the idea of like having a little question that we can ask at the end of every episode to just give you something to think about, but also show some of that working out loud. Yeah, if like got any thoughts on that, then let me know, mark at morningcreative.fm, or you can find me on the socials at Hello Stedman. That is basically my username everywhere. Love to know uh, if you've got any thoughts on that. So shout out to Jeremy Enns. Uh, for tweaking my memory on this whole uh, topic and to Jay Klaus for writing about this uh, pretty recently, actually. And uh, so tomorrow we are going to talk about taste. What are you an unreasonable snob about? And how can we use our taste to help us get noticed? Until then, you're brilliant. I'll speak to you tomorrow. 
Thanks for listening. You can find all of my past episodes and leave your feedback on this one at morningcreative.fm. You can find me at Hello Steadman anywhere you hang out online. And if you want to go behind the scenes into how I'm building a creative business that pays the bills and keeps me happy, you can sign up to my weekly newsletter at hellostedman.com. Until next time, you're brilliant. Thank you.